This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning, God morning, great morning. Anyone on the line? Good morning, this is Denise. Denise, this is Minister E.K. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you.
Welcome to Declaring Victory. Anybody else on the line this Friday morning? Good morning, God morning, great morning. Anybody else on the line? Welcome to Declaring Victory. Good morning. Good morning. Who am I speaking with? Destiny. Destiny? Yes. All right, Minister E.K., good morning. Welcome to our Friday. Good morning. Welcome to Declaring Victory. Anybody else on the line?
Good morning, God. Morning, great morning. It's Friday. Welcome to Declaring Victory. This is Mr. E. King. Good morning. Good morning. Good Good morning. Um, good happy morning. Friday. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How you be? Okay. Happy I have a prayer. I have a prayer request. Absolutely. Um, I'm doing the Wendy Williams show today, and I need my family to pray for me that my body get into line, my mind and spirit, everything is all in place, all in one place. But I need my body right. to be in line. All right, and your body to be in line. Who am, who am I speaking to again? Sunshine. Sunshine. Sunshine? All right. I'll make sure that we we write that down. Thank you. All right. And I'm excited about your future and what God is about to do. Thank you. Good morning. Right. It's Susie. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, this is EK. And, hey, EK. Uh, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. It's actually my first time hosting. Happy Favorite Friday. Same to you. God bless yeah. you. Good to hear your voice. Absolutely, likewise. Hey, is that my brother? He is. What, what he you got? Is. What socks you got on this morning, bro? He hey, is. I love you. Good to hear you. Dee Absolutely. Dee Dee, good morning. God morning. Great morning. Happy favorite Friday. Hey, this is Kedra. Say your name again. It's Kedra, but I was... Uh, but I was using my second name, Can't Killer Kedra. Okay, there you go. I, I just didn't hear the killer. <laughs> there Can't you go. Killer. Good Happy oh, Friday. Good morning. Happy Favorite Friday. Glad you're on. Amen. BK, happy Favorite Friday. You better come on through then, men's a- day. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, yes. God bless you, brother. Go on, do it then. <laughs> don't, don't he sound like a good old hymnal? I'm okay, I'm sorry, E.K. I'm just excited. You are I love funny. You. <laughs> I ain't playing with y'all this morning. Hello, my name is E.K. I'm your host, and thank you for joining Declaring Victory and joining us. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time to 8 a.m. Central Standard Time and 9 Eastern Standard Time to edify and empower, encourage, and equip you with your walk in Christ. Yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good morning. It's Diane. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Diane. Good morning. It's Sylvia. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I'm writing. I'm asking for prayer for my daughter, Star, and her two okay. children that uprooted and moved to Dallas last year, and now she dropped back in the Bay Area. Surprise! With uh, nowhere to live. Oh wow! Wow! So our prayer is for Star, and and her family are just Star, or- and her two children. And two children, and for a home. Yeah, and for her mental health, 
All right. Gotcha. And a place to live. We're going to watch God work, sis. I got you down on the prayer request. Thank you. Absolutely. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declaring Victory. Who is that? Brother Brother Michael, good morning. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Happy Favorite Friday. Welcome. Thank you. Absolutely. Rise and shine. Good morning. It's Krishanda. God bless you. Happy Friday. Happy Favorite Friday is Minister E.K. Welcome to Declaring Victory. Thank you, Brother E.K. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, I know that voice. <laughs> What's going on? How are you doing this morning? Happy I'm Friday, good, brother. Good, my brother, I, I, I feel like the, uh, <laughs> this is my first time doing it. I'm so used to, to uh, hearing your eloquent voice. I'm trying to, find my, trying to find my pace and my space in here. But welcome, oh. welcome, welcome. Hey, hey, I, I, I appreciate you standing there, man. You Absolutely. sound good. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. No, 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 brother, where are you going? Where am I going? Yeah. What do you mean? Can, 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 can continue. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah, you sound good, man. Okay, right on. I appreciate that. No problem. Absolutely. I was, I was working behind. I was working behind the scenes, but go for it. The time yeah, got time got slipped away. Absolutely. Praise God. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, this is Favorite Friday. I'm Minister E.K. And do we have anybody else that has joined us on the line? Good morning, it's Angela. Angela. Happy good Friday. Morning. Happy favorite Friday and welcome. Yes. Yes. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Happy favorite Friday, it's Mr. E.K. Who's on the line? Uh, yes, this is Onan. Welcome, my brother. All right. Glad to have you. Welcome to I the clearing. Yes, sir. All right. All right. Hey. Good morning, E.K. and family. Cedric's on the line. Hey, brother Cedric, how you doing? Doing good this morning. Good, good, good. Happy favorite Friday, and we're glad you're with us today. Good morning, it's Brother Jonathan. Brother Jonathan? Did you say Jonathan? Yes, sir. Okay, welcome, Brother Jonathan. Happy favorite Friday. It, It is men's day, and it's good to hear all my brothers chiming in, and that makes me glad. 
Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Minister E.K. Dawson, and I'm glad to hear your voices. Uh, and welcome. It is Favorite Friday, Men's Day, and we're excited about everybody coming on the line and the opportunity to go to God in prayer. Amen, amen. Uh, before we move forward, we want to ask you to put your phones on mute so that we can proceed. Uh, and I am your host, and I want to thank you for joining us here at Declaring Victory. And we are prayer called that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we are here to edify and empower, encourage, and equip you with your walk in Christ. And be sure to join during the month of May, uh, where our monthly theme is entitled, I Surrender. Uh, all of our decorations will be focused on the importance of surrendering to God and considering his will and plan for you, uh, which will allows us uh, to walk, live within our purpose. Uh, there is one uh, announcement. Friday night uh, live resumes tonight. Woo! Let's hear it. Friday night live resumes tonight at 6 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 uh, for Eastern Standard Time. Call in and join us as Dee Dee yes, uh, shares on the topic, The Secret Things Belong to God and you are sure to be blessed. Uh, prayer requests submitted on the app, uh, and today the order of the call will be prayer and corporate praise brought by our own brother Jonathan, uh, and the decoration will be brought by our friend and our brother, Pastor Winston. Uh, and uh, here we are. Uh, the scripture for today is James. Uh, praise God. James 4 and 10. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing and doing of his holy word. And, uh, I have two uh, prayer requests prior to this that we pray for Star uh, and her two children, uh, that we pray for her mental health and a place to live, and that Sister Sunshine is going on to Wendy Williams and that her body would line up and uh, that we speak blessings to her. Uh, and at this time, we're going to put our phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. And now I pass the call to the prayer warrior. And thank you. This has been Minister E.K. Dawson, your host. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God, we say thank you. God, we say thank you. God, we say thank you. Hallelujah. God, to be glory. God, we give you the glory. God, we give you glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Thank you. God, we say thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you because you're Alpha and Omega. Thank you because you are the beginning and the end. Thank you, God, because you're everything in between. Father, we say thank you. God, we magnify you. Oh, glory to your name. Oh, thank you. Glory to your name, God. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Hiya. 
thank you, God. God, we say thank you. Oh, God, all the glory belongs to you. God, we say thank you. God, we reverence you this morning. We uh, we adore you this morning. God, we lift you up. We magnify you. We glorify you. God, all glory to you. All glory belongs to you. God, we say thank you. God, we reverence you this morning as sovereign. We reverence you as the Father. We reverence you as the mighty. And God, for that, we say thank you. We expect you greatly, God. We expect your hand. We expect your arm. We expect your face. God, we say thank you. We look for you in this day. God, we we assign this day to you. We assign this day to your miracle signs and wonder. We assign this day to you in blessings. We assign this day to you in comfort. We assign this day to you in the miraculous. We assign this day to you, O oh God, in our faith. We assign this day to you, O oh God. Thank you. Oh God, we assign Oh, we assign this day to you. We lend our hearts to you. We give our hearts over. We yield to you today. We expect you in a mighty way. Now, God, oh, because you are the mighty, because you hear and you answer prayer, God, we lift up those on the prayer call. We lift up those on the on the on the prayer request. God, we pray now that you would touch God. Oh, God, touch her mind now. God, prove to her that you are still God. Father, open up doors that need to be opened. But God, we thank you for closing the doors now that need to be closed. God, we thank you for doing the exceeding, the abundant above all that she could ever ask or think. God, uh, we pray in this moment in time, but God, we look forward to the place in time where the receipt shows up. We thank you for the place of recovery now. In the name of Jesus, God, touch now our, our sister's body. In the name of Jesus, God, from the crown of her head. Thank you, Father, from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet. God, we pray that the Spirit of God would be there to comfort her, to line up everything that is out of place and out of movement. God, we now pray for the miraculous even on the molecular level now in the name of Jesus. God, we declare a miracle. God, we not only declare a miracle, but we pray now that that which was done, God, that you would begin to operate on the inside, move miraculously. God, let there be a testimony of the power that has overcome and overpowered her by your hand. God, do it now in the name of Jesus. Do it in the name of Jesus. And God, we thank you for every member of Declare Victory. God, we thank you that today is the day of victory. God, we thank you that today is the day of miraculous victory. We thank you, God, because you are doing exceeding abundant above all that we can ask or think. We pray now, God, shoot your arrows in this day concerning the lives of the believers. God, shoot your arrows through this day. God, we pray against every arrow of the enemy now. God, we thank you that you are our rear guard and our forward push. God, we say thank you for the angels encamped around about us. We thank you for manifested glory today in the name of Jesus. Wrap your arm, God, around those, the believers. God, lift the bow down ahead. Even today, God, Father, we break the, the spell of the witch now. 
We break and contend against the, the, the dark thing. We come against the soothsayer now. In the name of Jesus, Father, the very spirit of superstition, we break and encounter now. We declare that heaven would bombard our atmospheres today. God, we pray that our atmosphere would host the glory of God, that it is manifested glory throughout the day, that anything not like you must come in front of your glory, Father, and your glory stands high, and that your name reigns supreme. So therefore, God, everything not like you must submit to who you are in this day. Father, we give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. Father, we thank you for those that hear my voice now. We declare, God, that chains be broken and shackles be destroyed. In the name of Jesus, higher. Oh, God, we come against every satanic trap and thought. We come against it now in the name of Jesus. God, we pray that you would begin to contend like never before. God, and not only that you would contend, but you, as we move through it, God, I pray that you would encourage the heart of the believer. Put your lips to their ear, God, and your hand to their back. Give them the strength and the encouragement to go forward. God, we look for you in this day. Now, God, we pray that you would open up the heavens and pour out a blessings. God, I pray now that you would begin to open up heaven like never before. We pray now, God, that you would begin to do exceeding abundant above all that we ask or thought. God, open up the place of praise in us. Open up the place of worship. Open up the sound of breakthrough. Open up the sound of deliverance. Open up now like never before. And God, I pray that, they, that we would meet you with Shekinah. God, that we would meet you in a place of glory. God, even in our personal time now, God, I pray now that you would open up the place that your word would come forth unhindered, uncorrupted, and unbothered by any satanic or demonic force. But God, we thank you now because you reign supreme. God, we lift our hands to you today. We take our hands off God because in the midst of it, you will be God. In the middle of it, you will reign supreme. And for that, God, God, we will thank you. We will, oh God, I thank you. We glorify you. We give your name the praise. Hallelujah. We give your name the praise. God, we say thank you. We magnify you, God. Thank you. We magnify you, God. Thank you. We silence every enemy now. We cut down everything not like you. Oh, God, every plan of the enemy made immobile now. In the name of Jesus, we disturb every plan. God, we unfold and unravel it at the spine. God, we declare that every voice of the enemy be severed now. Sever the vocal cords now. Break the hands of the enemy. Break the back of the enemy. Break the back of the enemy. Break every foot of the enemy. We cause it to be immobile now. And we declare that everything that the enemy stole. God, according to your word, has to be returned with interest. So we declare now that this is the season of the return now. In the name of Jesus. And God will give your name the glory. Come on, let's begin to give God praise together. God, we give you the glory for oh, the return. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. For recovery. Yes, Lord. We thank are you for restoration. Thank you. 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 Thank you
God, as we go back on mute, we say thank you for meeting us. We thank you for uh, coming into the place. God, we thank you for meeting us in the in-between place. God, as we return our phones back to mute, we say thank you because you heard us. God, we thank you because you heard our cry. Now, God, open up our hearts to receive uh, your word. Uh, Let it be life-changing. God, let us apply it to our everyday life that you get the glory out of our life. In Jesus' name, thank God. Thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, we honor you. God, we speak well of you. God, we give your name the glory. Hallelujah. Good morning, Declare Victory family. Uh, certainly, it is a great day. Uh, so it is a favor-filled Friday. It's, it's favor Friday, so we are thankful uh, for that. Um, our theme, uh, surrendering, surrendering, uh, surrendering. I was excited about this thing for several reasons, uh, but the Lord gave me uh, a particular passage of scripture, which uh, we'll kind of deal with today. Second uh, Samuel 12, Second Samuel 12 and 18. And uh, for those who are following along, it's Second Samuel 12 and 18. And I'm going to read uh, the English Standard Version, but you can read along in any version that you want to, or you can just hear the word of the Lord on today. Uh, it says, on the seventh day, the child died. And the servants of David were afraid to tell him that the child was dead. For they said, behold, while the child was yet alive, we spoke to him and he did not listen to us. How then can we tell him that the child is dead? He may do himself some harm. But when David saw that his servants were whispering together, hear this, David understood that the child was dead. And David said to his servants, is the child dead? They said, he is dead. And verse 20 says, then David arose from the earth, hear this, and washed and anointed himself 
and changed his clothes. And he went into the house of the Lord and worshiped. He then went to his own house. And when he asked, they set food before him and he ate. In in light of us talking uh, this month concerning surrendering, I want to uh, just kind of throw this at you this morning and pray that it lands where it's supposed to. Uh, I kind of want to talk about us giving it back to God, giving it back to God, giving it back to God. Uh, one of my favorite hymns growing up uh, that we used to sing quite a bit in our church uh, simply said this. It said, what a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear, uh, what a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Uh, oh, what needless pain we bear, all because we do not carry uh, everything to God in prayer. Uh, have we trials and temptations? Uh, is there trouble anywhere? We should never be discouraged. Y'all know it by now. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Can we find a friend so faithful? Uh, who will all our sorrow share? Jesus knows our every weakness. Yes, take it uh, to the Lord in prayer. Here's the funny thing about this, right? Many of us have heard this song uh, sung before, and some may have not. Uh, but inside of the song is a message, honestly, that we all uh, need in this hour, in this hour, in this day. Uh, many of us have experienced the weight of a heavy burden. Uh, we've encountered uh, some of what seems to be trouble everywhere. Uh, maybe you have been confronted at one time or another with, with weakness or, or despite all that you felt. Uh, but, but I want to encourage you this morning that even on your worst day, uh, it's, it's better that we learn as a people of God. I shared this with my niece yesterday, uh, where to take your problems when they seem to be beyond you. Where to take your problems when they seem to be beyond you. The Bible tells us that a man born of a woman uh, is born of a few days and full of trouble, uh, which means there are some things that are inevitable, right? But the blessing of the believer uh, is that what we've been called to bear, hear this, you don't have to bear alone. I want to speak that into your spirit today. What you've been called to bear, hallelujah, you will not have to bear alone. Second uh, Samuel, the 12th chapter, because I know y'all love, love the word on this, uh, on this call. Uh, we see this particular point in David's life, right, where he is faced with uh, what many would call a problem. Uh, David uh, while he has a close relationship to God, he's no stranger uh, to God's grace. But at this juncture in David's life, he's dealing with some difficult situations, difficult situations. And let me pause here this morning and just say that just because you're dedicated to God uh, doesn't mean you won't deal with some difficult things, all right? Uh, I'll say it again. You can be dedicated to God. But just because you are dedicated to God does not mean that you won't deal with some difficult things. Uh, this is a difficult transitional season of David's life uh, that he learns how to handle some things that seem to be beyond his control. Uh, honestly, I think someone needs to hear this this morning. Uh, there's a couple of things that I think are interesting about this story, particularly with David. Uh, 
and there are some things that have caused us to be at this point. So I'm going to kind of dial back so that we can move forward. Uh, when we talk about giving it back to God, uh, we're talking about the fact that there are some things that, that are ours uh, by assignment, but his to bear. All right. All right. There we go. There we go. There are some things in our lives that are ours by assignment, but they are his to bear. Uh, a couple of things that I want to note, especially as we are talking about surrendering, one of the things that uh, we see, particularly in this period of David's life, is that if we are going to give it back to God, i.e. surrender, if we're giving it, whatever your it may be this morning, if we're giving it back to God, uh, we, we have to know that there are results for our actions, right? Uh, results of our actions is one of the first things we see in this text. Um, God's plan is perfect. Let me say that. Uh, the plan of God is perfect. But it becomes, uh, it becomes polluted when we put our hands in it. I'll say it again. God's plan is perfect. But it becomes polluted when we put our hands in it. When we were growing up as kids, my grandmother would have a rule about our kitchen. Uh, when she was baking a cake, uh, we had to stay out of her kitchen, all right? We had to stay out of her kitchen. And uh, for those of you who don't cook or don't bake, let me just share with you. Uh, the reason why we had to stay out of her kitchen was because too much movement in the kitchen could make the cake fall, all right? Uh, and, and so she would threaten us that if the cake fell, uh, one of us would 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 get a whooping. Uh, would 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 switch off the pear tree in the front yard. Uh, now hear this. As confident as my grandmother was in her recipe, and even in her ingredients and in her methods, she acknowledged that there were some external factors that could affect the product if they got too close. What am I saying to us this morning? Uh, when God is in the kitchen of our lives, hear me whipping up our purpose, putting together our destiny, putting together the ingredients, the worst thing we can do is put our hands in what he's making. Uh, but the reality is that sometimes we don't trust the hand of God is moving fast enough. So, so we try to play God, and then we can create more of a mess. David finds himself in this text in a mess, not because the plan of God was flawed, but because he allowed his flesh to move ahead of the spirit. And let me put a pause here and a warning and say, it's a dangerous thing when you allow your flesh to override the spirit of God. Here, here we arrive in the 12th chapter. David has made a mess. Let's be clear. Uh, he's killed Uriah the Hittite, uh, whose wife was Bathsheba, all right? Uh, Y'all remember Bathsheba because David had already seen her bathing. And, 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 he, and, and because he decides to lay with her, he now has to set Uriah up to go into battle so that he'll be killed. Now this is after Bathsheba gets pregnant by David, right? And then the prophet Nathan shows up to David with a word from the Lord concerning, hear this, the result of his actions. I, I got it. It's faithful. Yes, we got that. 
Yes, God is loving. We know that. But that doesn't alleviate us from having to deal with the mess that we created. Uh-oh. Some stuff ain't the devil. I'm just going to say it. Some stuff is not the devil. Some stuff is us simply reaping what we sow. Hear this. Hear this. In school, we were taught it like this, cause and effect. Y'all remember that. Uh, this, this is where um, an action is a direct result of something that happens. But for believers, it's the principle of sowing and reaping. It's the law of sowing and reaping. So at this point, the Lord has delivered David too many times. And this is not me making this up. This is what the prophet, well, this is what Nathan is telling David. He said, God has delivered you. God has, has, has brought you through too many times and has brought you through too many things. But at this time, Nathan says, the sword, because of the res a result of your action, the sword is not going to depart from your house. I, I want to share this with somebody today um, that, that there are results for our actions. I, I was talking to somebody a couple of days ago, and they were talking about grace. And, and I know we like to sometimes use grace as the scapegoat uh, for, for the things that we have done. Yes, grace applies to our lives. But even the Bible says, should we continue in sin, that grace may abound. God forbid was the answer to that question. Because at every juncture of our lives, there is a result for our action. And we find that in this season of David's life, he's dealing with the results. But then there's a response of our Savior. It is the grace of God that causes what should have killed us to only correct us. Uh-oh, I'll say that again. It's the grace of God that causes what should have killed us to only correct us. Nathan has given the word of the Lord to David, but there's something interesting that he notes. In verse 13, David comes to himself and he says, I have sinned against the Lord. And here is what Nathan tells David. He says, the Lord has put away your sin, therefore you shall not die. But because of this deed, hear this, you've scorned the Lord. So the child that's going to be born to you is going to have to die. Now, <clears throat> in this moment, we see the judgment and the nurturing of God all in one. There are times when God uh, uh, can't alleviate us, hear this, from the full punishment, right? Uh, because the lesson has to be learned. But what he will do is make sure that the worst that could happen to us will not happen. I know it's a tough it's a tough pill to swallow, uh, but the text goes on around, I think, verse 15 to say that the child got sick, and David fasted and sought the Lord on the child's behalf. Parents, those who are on the line, mothers who are on the line, fathers who are on the line, you've probably been in these shoes, same shoes as David. Uh, you know what it is to petition God on behalf of your child. Uh, on one hand, David repents for what he's done. Uh, because can we be honest this morning, crisis has a way of turning you back towards God, right? Uh, but on the other hand, he goes into prayer, hoping, hear this, to change the mind and the decision of God. Uh-oh, uh-oh. And I got a question for you. I, I, I hope, I hope y'all are hearing me this morning. What do you do when you've changed your actions, but God hasn't changed his mind. Uh-oh, uh-oh. What, what do you do 
for the better, but God has not changed his mind. I, I think it's interesting that despite David's attempt, the Bible still says that on the seventh day, the child died. And David saw the servants whispering, and the Bible says it was in that moment that he understood that the child was dead. Uh, but, but, but he still asked the question anyway. Uh, he saw them whispering, and, and I couldn't help but, but those of you who may have dealt with grief or, or dealt with loss, um, you you, you kind of know where David is at this point. Um, when the phone rings at that ungodly hour, or maybe it rings and you have this feeling in your stomach, or, or maybe you too have been somewhere and the family is trying to figure out how they're going to tell you uh, that your loved one is gone. It's in this moment that David finds himself. The Bible says he sees them whispering. Uh, he doesn't know what they're saying, but he sees them. And from their whispering, he understands that the child is dead. But just like many of us, he still has to ask the question, is the child dead? They responded and confirmed, hear this, that God didn't change his mind. But the good news was he spared David's life. What do you mean, Pastor, that God didn't change his mind? What I mean is that God, the very thing God told Nathan he would do, which was kill the child, was the very thing that God did. Even though David had repented, God had not changed his mind. Hear this. Hear this. But, but here's what God did do. While he, while he made sure that David's son uh, would not make it, he, he allowed David to make it. And I got to pause here and put even your pain into perspective this morning. Maybe you've lost something, but you did not lose you. Uh-oh. Maybe, just maybe, maybe God allowed some things to take place, but the worst that could possibly happen, he did not allow to happen. So, so, so many of us who are here today can even attest to this, that there were some things that you prayed about and you wanted God to change, and he didn't change his mind about it, but he still kept you here. We, we see the results of our actions, right? Uh, we even see the response of our Savior. But then there must be, hear this, and we're talking about surrender, there must be a release of your situation. When you understand that some things are, uh, uh, how do I want to say this? When you understand some things are beyond your control, then you'll give them to the one who's in control. All right. All right. Uh, God doesn't desire to fight with your ego or with your need to be in control. I, I, I'm here to tell somebody that this morning. Uh, but here's what he will do. He'll allow you to completely wear yourself out trying to fight battles on your own. And then when you're ready to give it up, he'll take it and never break a sweat. David receives the answer, here this, that the child is dead. But, but he has what many would call an unusual response. Uh, Didi, any time you've experienced a burden, uh, anytime you've experienced the heartache, anytime you felt the pressures of life, a release is exactly what you need. Hear me, that, that's ministering to somebody this morning. You, you're looking for an outlet uh, of sorts, but you need a release. Everybody doesn't release the same way, but here's one thing for sure. Uh, if you carry that burden every day of your life, at some point it's going to wear you out. 
David's son, yes, was born into a mess, but it did not change the fact that it was David's child. And in this moment, we would expect David to lose it. We would expect him to lose his mind. We'd expect him uh, to, to even lose his heart. But David, understanding that this situation was beyond his control, decided, hear this, to find a release. Verse 20 says, when he got the confirmation that his child was dead, he got up from the ground and he washed and anointed himself, my God, and he changed his clothes and he went to the house of the Lord and worshiped. <laughs> Somebody this morning needs the, the, the keys to surrendering. I speak to your spirit, this morning I say to you, get up from where you are. If your legs can't get up, your spirit has to get up. If your, if, if, if your arms can't go up, your, 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 your mouth should open up. Get up from where you are in the spirit, hear me. Get up. Lay hands on your own self. Anoint yourself. Hear me. Don't wait on the preacher. Don't wait on a pastor. Don't wait on the next prayer conference. Don't wait on the next laying on of hands. You lay hands on your own self and anoint yourself and change your clothes. Hear this. David changes his clothes because the clothes he had on were the clothes that he had been laying on the ground in while he was petitioning God on behalf of his son. David takes his old clothes off, the clothes he was mourning in even before the child died, the clothes that he was laying on the ground in a low place, and David gets up. He anoints himself. He changes his clothes because every believer needs a costume change. Everybody needs to take off. Even the Bible tells us, tells us that he will exchange uh, the garment of heaviness and allow us, hear this, to put on the garment of praise. And he went into the house of the Lord because when you are in crisis, the only thing you can do is go to what you know is sure. And I'm here to tell you, people aren't sure. Things aren't sure. But, but the presence of God is where things made sense for David. Get up from the ground this morning. Anoint yourself. Change your clothes. And get to the house of the Lord, wherever that may be. It may not be the church. Your church may be closed. But the presence of the Lord is where you need to be. When you surrender, hear this, hear this. When you give it back to God, you have to understand that some things are beyond your control. And so this morning I say to you, in giving it back to God and surrendering, go with what you know. The presence of God is what you know. The power of God is what you know. The spirit of God is what you know. Find yourself in that moment. Once you give it back to God, make it your business to stay in his presence so you can get healing, so you can get deliverance, so you can get next steps, so you can get strategy. 
stay in the presence of God. The story of David and the blessing of that was David received what he needed once he gave it back to God. And a little bit later in the text, the servants asked a question. They asked him, they said, how was it you did all of this? How was it you responded that way? And David responds that nothing he, nothing he would have done would have brought the child back or changed the mind of God. This morning, I challenge you. I challenge you as you surrender, as you give it back to God. Understand that when it's beyond your control, it's still in his control. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I pray that that word blessed you this morning. Y'all know I'm not, I'm not the one that preaches long or, or teaches long, so don't call me if you want a long word. Uh, but, but, but this morning, I pray that that hits you where it needed to and sat in your spirit. I want to transition us into those who are saying good morning, who have not said good morning. Uh, and after that, of course, we'll have love, life, and victory. And I want to hear your comments. I want to hear the things that maybe hit your spirit, some things uh, that may just maybe say ouch, and some things that may just say hmm. Uh, but, but, but greet us this morning. Good morning, it's Kenya. Good morning, it's Carla. Good morning. Good morning, it's Miss B. Good morning to you. Good morning, this is Krishanda. That was outstanding. Ouch and praise the Lord, rise and shine. God bless you, man of God. God bless you, Krishanda. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. For that is Monica. Good morning, Yolanda. Hey, bro, great morning, great share. Good morning, y'all. Dion, that was you? Is I, yes. All right. I'm all country. I'm sitting on my porch. Good morning. Good morning to everybody. Good Let's morning, transition over Dee. into. Good morning, Dee Dee. Hey. Good morning, it's Jubilant Juliet. Hey, Juliet. Good morning, it's Natasha. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Moxie. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning. It's Persistent Priscilla. Good morning. Good morning, Pastor Winton. It's Rochelle. Somebody run in there and give me that first aid kit because you hurt us today. God bless you, sir. God bless you. Good morning to you. Good morning. This is Patience. Good morning.
All right, y'all. Let's talk. It's love, life, and victory moment. Talk to me. What went through your mind? What hit your spirit? Uh, what did you see? What did you hear? Good morning. This is Sister Sylvia. We just jump right in there. I so appreciate you. You mentioned a hymn, um, and the hymn I thought about at the end of your declaration is the one with talk. If I be lifted up, I will draw yeah. all. Yeah. Well, you lift it up, the Word of God. So this morning, everything, it's been months since I literally took notes because I'm normally getting ready for work, which I am. But even in the prayer, everything, because I understand more than I ever in my entire life that I don't have to bear this alone. And though God gave me this child almost 40 years ago, I can give her back to him. And let him do what only he can do. And I'm so grateful this morning for this declaration because when God, you know, I'm not in the kitchen. I always have been trying to help, step in, take in, be the mother, be the grandmother, but it's too big for me. And I cannot and do not want to fight this battle alone. And I'm so grateful that I tuned in this morning because I needed to hear everything you said. And so I am, you know, this crisis has a way of turning you back to God. Well, I haven't turned away from him, but when I have a crisis, when it's something too big for me, instead of falling apart, instead of feeling like I'm going to have a breakdown, I know how to just give it to God and and let him do what happens. And the other thing is, There was a time years ago when I was in my addiction, I got into some legal trouble. And the worst thing that could have happened, I said goodbye to my kids. I had the one that could sing, sing me a song. I thought I would never see those kids for years. And when I went to court and came back, left that courtroom on house arrest, I know it was only by the grace of God that the worst thing that could have happened did not happen. So everything that you talked about this morning, I surrender all. And those dirty clothes that David waddled in and got up, regardless of his consequences, and still praise God, I praise the Lord. I praise the Lord for my circumstance, for the problems, for the things that come my way. Amen. I'm going to stay in his presence. I'm going to stay in his next step. I'm going to stay in his strategy, and I'm going to let him do what he has to do. <laughs> Love, life, and victory. Y'all talk to me this morning. God bless you. God bless you. And it is beyond. It's beyond you. But we thank God it's not beyond him. Good morning. It's Krishanda. It hurts, but he will heal. And thank God when we remember to change our clothes and get up, he's with us. It's a new day. I loved your declaration. Thank you, thank you, thank you. God bless you. Hey, Pastor. Oh, my God. It's so much fire. You got me this, Didi, when you said it's the grace of God that causes what should have killed us to only correct us. Man, 
Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And then what do you do when you change your actions, but God hasn't changed your mind? It's the secret things. I love you, and thank you. And you enjoy sitting out on that poach this morning, bro. I love you so much. Thank you for lighting me up this day. God bless you, baby. Go ahead. Thank you for the word. Thank you um, for this. Um, I feel myself getting stronger and being able to endure. I was reading James 1 last night, and I just counted all joy for the many trials and tribulations I go through, you know. And they're only here to make me stronger. So, you know, I just thank God for the storms, and I thank God for the victory. So, thank you. Amen. Amen. Good morning. This is Catherine. Sure. I got him kind of late on the um, on the declaration, but I got it when you said, anoint, get up, anoint yourself, and stay in the presence of the Lord. And um, I've been doing that lately, and I, I'm I'm so grateful of the results that He has been showing Himself, His glory, in that. So I appreciate your declaration. I'm gonna go back and listen to the um, beginning of it, but I, I appreciate it. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Love, life, and victory. Y'all talk to me this morning. Good morning, brother. This is Andrew. I really appreciated your declaration this morning. Uh, One of the things that I like about this lesson is Nathan told him, relax. God has already forgiven you. He's heard your prayer. But this is the pronouncement of the the chastisement. Because whom he loves, he chastens. And then he let David know what was going to happen. And because he gave the enemies of the Lord great occasion to blaspheme. However... God let him know that he had truly forgiven him because he let Solomon come from that same line. And Solomon wasn't his oldest son at that point. So he let David know personally, okay, the one that comes out of this out of this line, okay, he's gonna take care of the work that your hands can't do. And then the mind continued, didn't continue without any impact because God told him that, okay, he's going to be my son. If he steps out of line, I'll take care of it. And at, at that point, David didn't have to worry because Solomon was a grown man. He had to deal with God on grown man level. So appreciated you pointing that out for me. Going back on mute. God bless you. Uh, yeah, there, there. I think we can't afford to miss uh, mm-hmm. that we know that God honored, uh, continued to honor David. Uh, but I think that point of surrender was a major piece. Uh, and I think that's where we find ourselves today, quite frankly, trying to hold on to things that we probably need to let go of. And after we let go of them, there's a way that we should respond. Uh, And I just really appreciated that this morning. God bless you. Uh, Anyone else? 
Good morning. This is Destiny. That was just confirmation for me. God has been um, telling me to anoint myself and just lay everything at his feet. So thank you so much. God bless you, Destiny. Absolutely. Good morning, Sylvia. Yeah. Uh-huh. Good morning, sir. Um, Good morning. It reminds me, you know how we get on the freeway and we're flowing and the traffic's just flowing and all of a sudden you decide to change lanes. Oops, you changed into the wrong lane and traffic stops. <laughs> and then your car starts smoking. Oh, you either put the wrong oil in your car you didn't get an oil change. So God told him to get up. Yeah. And basically change your clothes. Yeah. So yeah. make sure you had the right oil in your car. Yeah. And stay in the right lane. Because he didn't tell him to change lanes. That means he shifted out of place. So he had to go back yeah. and shift back into the right, right where he was supposed to, in the right lane. Yeah. And in the right lane yeah. to stay there. To where he yeah. could hear and see. Going back on mute. Yeah. Yeah, God God does that, right? Uh, rearranges, shifts us, calls us back into order. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Persistent. I'm just gonna be quick. You know, I'm I'm dealing with the feelings of the actions, how deep they were. I mean, that David's actions were were reprehensible. What he did. I mean, it was just you know mind blowing. And um, God, in my opinion, didn't have to tell him what he was going to do. He could have just done it. But he loved him so much. Um, he gave him knowledge. David had time to contemplate. David had time to think about it. But again, his actions were so reprehensible. It's almost, you know, the the child, he didn't want, no one wants their child not to live. Um, but yet, and this, this is my prayer to God all the time. I'm like, God, you just don't leave me. You know, lots of things can go on, but just don't leave me. Just, you just don't go anywhere. And he didn't go anywhere. I mean, he stayed with David, and I love the way David responded. Um, he surrendered, and like you said, that surrendering means so much. He worshiped, Lord. That's all we can give him sometimes is our worship. We have nothing else to offer. I still love you. I still adore you. You're still my God. I understand, and if I don't understand, I want to understand, and I just... Um, there's such strength and love and power in it all because of all the emotions that are going on there for David. Um, but God, God being God, like you said, his mercy, his grace is so incredibly sufficient. So much to this story. It's really, I mean, I just, I just appreciate your teaching. It was really, really powerful and it puts things in perspective. It kind of solidifies our actions. And when we, because we're all in something like this on one form or another, if not now, you know, we have been. And, and it just really um, corrects your, your thinking and your heart. So I just appreciate you. I appreciate this teaching this morning. Going back on mute. 
you really blessed me um, in in a particular piece. All of it that you said, but certainly uh, the the I understand, and if I don't understand, I want to understand, and that that's a major piece when we find ourselves uh, in crisis. And and I will be honest with you and say that uh, I struggled with the thought of possibly teaching this uh, for a couple of different reasons, but then I knew uh, that. Oftentimes, what causes us to surrender is is crisis, uh, and and David finds himself in crisis, uh, and I think his response, the first step of that response, is what really blessed me. Uh, prior to while he was praying, uh, you remember immediately when the child gets sick, David hits the floor, and he he lays on his face, and he stays there. He does not eat. He does not do anything. They're trying to help him. They're trying to whatever. And he doesn't want to do anything. Um, and then on the seventh day, when the child dies, uh, he gets up. And, and I think for me, that was so powerful because when you've been in that place before, you understand that the hardest thing to do, the hardest step of all of that is getting up, is getting up. And so uh, I, I, I even speak that this morning to somebody uh, that that you know sometimes we try to move on without getting up, but but we can't move on until we get up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Love, life, and victory. What else we got this morning? Morning, Pastor Winston. It's Rochelle. I'm gonna need another band aid. But you, when you talk about um, there are some things um, in our lives are by assignment, but are God's to bear. And when we think about assignment, we think about there's some instructions, there's some work that we have to do. Um, it's just not, you know, you don't get a, if you were in class, you don't just get a piece of paper and a pencil and, and he said there's an assignment. There's some instructions that we have to um, listen to, that we have to go by. There's some directions that we have to follow in order to complete the assignment. And for him to be there, to be able to bear um, the ending of it all. We don't have to struggle because if we if we walked in the instructions, if we prepared for the assignment, which is uh, surrendering, which is turning our heart, which is yielding, which is um, praying unto Him, then the assignment may be a trial, but the yeah. conclusion, the conclusion, yeah. because we've done the process to surrender, will help yeah. us. Uh, it's yeah. amazing. You said so much. I got rocks on my feet because you done threw rock. It's just so much. You hit so hard, and I appreciate you. I appreciate the way that that God will customize a word for you, for you to get an understanding. You may have thought one thing, but you get an understanding. You said it again. There it is again. The understanding. So God bless you, sir. Great, great, great declaration this morning. God bless you, and thank you for that. Um, all glory to God, uh, but I certainly don't take it lightly uh, that he allows us to to read a scripture over and over again uh, and hear people teaching in a different way each time. Good morning. This is Sister Stephanie. Um, I was moved uh, at something that's going on in my life, and even though David's lesson was a stern lesson for him, but the Lord gives us lessons, and there may be people that comes in our lives that shows us different um, malfunctions, I'll say, 
are things that we um, disagree with in their personalities, and the first thing we want to do is throw a flaming arrow at them and say, aha, accuse the accusatory of their behavior. And what I've learned is the Lord saying, you know, don't point one finger at them. Look at what you're doing. Look at your behavior. Why does that affect you so badly? What is it that is bringing up in you? So what I've learned and what the Lord gave me in my learning lesson is it allowed me to see that I, too, was once that person that I found so reprehensible, that I, too, was once that person that spoke in such a negative manner, that those arrows that I wanted to point and shoot out were also the arrows that were spoken to me for so many years. So it just allowed me to see that my learning lesson that I was able to move on, that I am a far cry. So instead of me pointing arrows at somebody else to help my brother or my sister arise up out of that pit, because it is only before the grace of God that I too was once in that same predicament. So um, David, in all of his getting, he said, get an understanding. So the Lord has allowed me to understand and move forward through my trial so that I might help someone else. Thank you. Thank you for that. Good morning, Mrs. DeWanda. Yes. Yes, sir. Good morning. God bless. Thank you so much for this um, message from the Lord speaking out loud. Just to, my thought was provoked around what God has given. You know, being given and given of God, how he's given favor. He's giving everything that I have needed in my life. But did it stop with me? Or did I become to the point where I became only about getting and thinking about what I need more of? Because that's what I read in here, that he, God had given him, and God asked him the question, why did you go against what I'm saying? I've already given. If you wanted more, just ask me. You know, and then coming to saying, come to family, not only the family of origin, but family that we have in, along the way that we meet. So these troubles come, but the troubles that I'm experiencing, I can call them troubles, but they're not, but they're critical crisis situations that push me back into to line up with Christ. Talking about the change, not only the change of clothes on the outside, but changing from the inside first. Sometimes as humans, as a human being, see, I, I look at that outside change. I want to get the, the waistline. I want to look good when I step out this door, but what have I cleaned up on the inside that's going to keep me transitioning closer to God and being drawn nearer to him that I can be the image of him from the inside out, not the outside trying to replicate something that man going to see and approve of. Just thinking out loud, just talking out loud, as I've been walking through many things in this life in my late 60s, but I'm thankful for each one because he's allowed me to live through them and grow because when the things come, first I start asking after a while because you got to recognize it's time to make a change. Lord, what am I supposed to learn right here in this process? And then begin to look for the life lesson that he wants me to learn and be able to apply it in my daily life. So I just want to thank you this morning. Um, my daughter right now, I have a daughter who lives down in Southern California, and all of a sudden she started having seizures. You know, I, and, and as I was talking to myself, I say, like, you want to be in control of everything. You want to run down there and fix it. You want to do this, that, and other. Take your time. Do not be anxious. Follow what God is laying out before you so that when you travel, you will be going in a helpful manner, not to try to fix and take control of things. So I'm thankful for this today as I'll go back over and do some more reading and continue to keep my face before the Lord. And you have a blessed weekend.
Anyone else love life and victory? Yeah. Uh, good morning. Good How morning, you, sir. Good about uh, you. All right, this is Elder Eric. Um, first of all, I want to um, congratulate you on on, on a wonderful um, declaration. And uh, as a student, as a student in history, uh, especially uh, Hebrew history, and 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 being there. Um, and as you went through that certain thing, always, and not just you, but whenever somebody goes in, my mind begins to play out a a, a video of, of the kingdom of Israel and and how we think of it and how it really is when you really step foot on there and you see really how small. Uh, David's kingdom was, um, and I, and I'm going somewhere with this. Uh, one of the things that you talked about that kind of really arrested me was the, the whispering of the servant. And when you talk about uh, uh, surrender, and I like I said, ask me for a leader, um, and you said it was something else that David only surrendered when it was time of crisis. And how true is that for us? That only in the time of crisis that we surrender. When you think of how small the kingdom was, how small David Powell's really, really was, that when he first brought Bathsheba in there, he called, and if you read the story in, 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 in the Bible, uh, that she had to go had to go through a bunch of people, and so there was a whispering of service even before then, even before the the fate of his child. There was a whispering of service. So that just kind of stuck in my spirit. And sometimes, as a leader, sometimes I. I don't surrender at the same at at the at at the appropriate time because sometimes I fail to hear the whispering of the servant. Now maybe because I'm in my sin and I don't want to hear or I don't give them the validity of of the whispering because they're not on the same uh, level of my authority, but it just it just stood out to me that sometimes you know what I'm saying we can surrender at an earlier uh, part of our offense and maybe not uh, endure the, the same consequences that David did. Now that's only my opinion. But it just tells me as 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 a, as a leader that eyes are always on me, that the servants are always on me, and that eyes of God is always on me, and that even in the initial stages of my offense or if I'm thinking about doing something, there's an opportunity for me to surrender. And so that David's surrender is, is, is a lesson to me 
that I don't need to wait for the crisis. He said, if I find myself in the midst of an offense, I need to surrender then. So I just, that, that, that just spoke to me. And so I want to once again uh, congratulate you on, a, on an excellent declaration. God bless you. Amen. I don't know if he can he can conclude. He's here, but um, his time zone, of course, is ahead of ours, and he has to go into a graduation at work. Thanks for your share, Eric. Um, anybody else have anything before we close out? And and Winton is in the background, but he he can't uh, he can't talk. He's actually at the university. So, and pardon me, Pastor Winton, my, my bad. Anybody else have anything before we end the call this morning? Amen. Going once, going twice. If not, I will pray us out. Listen, happy Friday to each of you. I pray you have a phenomenal weekend. I pray that God's grace and his peace travel with you as you carry out this weekend. And, of course, you guys know the rules and the routine. We'll be right back here Monday morning, 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. You are absolutely loved. You are the apple of God's eye. There is absolutely nothing you can't accomplish with him and him for you, going after you. And, listen, he's not only your rear guard and your front guard. Listen, he is right on each side. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for another day to give you the glory, God, for our lights to shine so that men might see you um, and be drawn, come running, crying, what must I do to be saved? Give us the courage to be love and light today. Give us the courage to remember that we are absolutely the salt of the earth. I pray this morning that you go and you grow in love. It is this we ask in the matchless name of Jesus, of the Father. Amen. And God, we bless you. Bye, guys. Have a wonderful day. Have a, have a blessed day, everyone. Have a favorite day. Have a great weekend, everyone. You guys have a blessed, blessed weekend. Hear you Monday. Love you. See you in a minute. Mm -hmm. Let's tell T.T. Vaughn. I'll see you in a minute, T.T. Vaughn.